Welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast, the photo imaging industry's leading news source. Here's your host, Gary Peugeot. The Dead Pixel Society podcast is brought to you by Media Clip, Advertech Printing, and IP Labs. Hello again and welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. I'm your host, Gary Peugeot, and today we're joined by Neb Savicic, who is one of the three founders of Plainly, and he's coming to us from Serbia today. Hi, Neb. How are you today? Hey, Gary. I'm awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. So one of the things we like to do in the podcast here is to introduce people to kind of people doing new and innovative things. Plainly is a relatively new company kind of entering into the photo imaging marketplace. But what is it that you're actually doing? Yeah, so Plainly has been around for around three years. And you're right when you say that we are entering the the school photography company, uh, the school photography market right right now. And the thing our software does, it, it helps photo studios use their images and create videos automatically. Mm-hmm. So studios are able to take the assets that they already have, which is which are these awesome images, insert them into templates and create videos such as, you know, graduation videos, proofing videos, presentation videos, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the best thing here is that all this is done automatically. So mm-hmm. photo studios are a video for each student they photograph, mm-hmm. which is with zero work. Mm-hmm. So where's the genesis of the company? You've been around three years, but you're relatively new to the industry. What yeah, started right. the company? What was the idea that, hey, we can take care of this problem of creating great videos without a lot of human interaction? Yeah, that 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 is a great question. So before Plainly, um, I was a motion designer. I was creating these videos manually. I was working uh, freelance for a lot of um, large consulting companies. And one day I was like, I'm creating a lot of videos that look pretty similar. There has to be a better way for me to spend my time. Mm-hmm. And that was the, the the genesis of the idea where I teamed up with my co-founder, co-founders, Ivan and Daniel, and we were like, let's let's make a tool that allows businesses and people to mm-hmm. create thousands and thousands of videos just from one single template. Mm-hmm. And that's when we that's that's when we created Plainly. So you have a video background and you have sort of that visual aesthetic of of knowing what a good video looks like. Yeah. How did you train your system to pick your brain to learn how to do this? Was there like a, an electrode that went in your head or what was the process there? That process was very iterative. We didn't come up with the current version of Plainly right from the start. So me and my co-founders, we sat down and we looked at the video creation process. Mm-hmm. How does the video creation process looks when you do it manually and especially when you have to create a lot with when you're creating this video while keeping in mind that you potentially will create versions of this you know Mm -hmm. so we kind of sat down mapped out that process and created an automated version of this process through Mm -hmm. through software and you know that 
I have to say thanks to to my my co-founders for this because that's what they did. I have zero work. I was my I had zero work with with, with development. I'm not a technical person, so they just did their magic and boom, Planey came out. <laughs> <laughs> so, where did you start when you started to identify markets to approach? Because you you came up with what you thought was a solution to a problem, which was mm-hmm. for you you identify as more of a workflow problem, not a demand problem, because mm-hmm. you know people <clears throat> want videos because the video world is exploding. But it's I mean I've tried to use motion. I. Uh, <laughs> Where did you say, okay, these are the opportunities we're going to go after first? Because you've been to other places before you came to school of photography. Yeah. So when we started out plainly, our first sort of marketing channel was SEO. And we used SEO and we used inbound as a signal to find the markets that we should enter. Because videos are a thing that can be used by a lot of people, a lot Mm -hmm. of industries. Sure. And just trying to find a market out of thin air wouldn't be productive. That's why we spent some time and invested some some time and money into SEO in order to build an online presence, in order to enable businesses that need video automation a way to find us while we were developing our product. And right. through SEO and through inbound, photo studios started coming to our website started booking the calls. And that's when we realized that photo industry actually has this big problem where they have a lot of work, they have a lot of beautiful images, and they need a way to create another product to offer to their clients and to offer something different, you know, because you can only create so, so many mugs and t-shirts or whatever. Something well, that there they should need. be a limited number of mugs and t-shirts. <laughs> but I also think you're addressing a category that has been growing over the last few years. That's right. Like COVID, which is the digital product. The That's digital right. I think is, is more acceptable now than has been in the past. And because as we were talking before the show, People have been trying to do this in this market for a long time, but in terms of timing, in terms of acceptance in the marketplace of video content as a product, I think you're hitting a sweet spot. That's right. You're you're 100% right. We kind of caught this wave of a video being more uh, accepted and asked for by the market. And also the photo studios started seeing video as a potential opportunity. Right. So that's the the way we we are currently riding, and that's why you know we are seeing a lot of photo studios accepting videos. And you know the thing is, when once they accept the video as a as a potential digital product that they can sell or use, they then realize how hard it is to make videos, and especially how hard it is to create tens of thousands of videos or t- thousands of videos. Yeah. And that's where we come into into picture. Yeah, because everybody can do one. Of course, right. and it's just a and, matter of if you're a lab and you're and you're shooting or a studio and you're shooting, uh, you know, eighty to hundred schools. Yeah, you know, yeah, thousands of videos potentially. And yeah, and even even when I like, we get clients that are like, yeah, we need to create hundred videos, 
I tell them it's not worth it. Like here are alter alternative solutions. We're like, I literally point them to alternative solutions and I'm like, these are better bang for your buck. Like you're gonna get more value if you if you choose these alternatives, which are local solutions like, for example, plugins or or like smaller products that you can use and set up quickly. Whereas if you are a school that needs tens of thousands of videos or thousands of videos, it's it's not humanly possible to make that amount of videos. You know, it would. I mean, it is, but it would take probably months. The school year would be over. It'd be yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, the, the the videos wouldn't be useful. So. Talk a little bit about the process a school lab or a porter studio would use plainly for, like, do they just drag folders of videos into the cloud and you guys work your magic, or is it a plug into an existing system, or what's the process that you're working on now? Yeah, so the 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 process consists out of three steps. The first one is the video template. The video template is created in Adobe After Effects, and that can either be handled handled by the client or it can be done by us. We have a, a template of of we have a library of templates that it can be used. But if the client wants something special, something that is unique to their brand or to unique to their company, they can they can create a custom template using After Effects. And After Effects, it's it's an industry standard tool. Every designer knows how to use it. And that's the, the reason we are using After Effects is because it's an industry standard tool. You don't have to learn anything new in order to create these templates. Right. And then the second part is actual creation of the workflow. And this also can be either done by a client or by us. And <clears throat> Plainly basically has an API that can plug into various e-commerce solutions, or it can plug into a Google Sheets or a Google Drive or, or whatever. Plainly takes your customer data, meaning your images, the school name, the student name, if you have student names, and it will automatically insert the data that you supply to the template. Mm -hmm. And that integration between the data and the template is done on a case-to-case -case basis. So no, like there are no two use cases that are the same. You know, mm -hmm. every company has a different process. And that's why we built this API, which is really easy to set up and, and it's really flexible and it can it can take the data from whatever source you want and it can send the data, send the finished videos to whatever source you want, meaning that you can easily send the videos directly to your customers. You can add the videos to your e-commerce solution. You can add the videos to your website. You know, you can do it with the videos, whatever you want. It's not just like, oh, here is the video. You can just download the video from your from our app. Talk a little bit about like the video creation process, is it actually going through the content? Let's say there's, you know, a cup, maybe 50 pictures, a hundred pictures, and it's creating a video from that. And can you ingest also maybe clips of like an athlete's career into that and it will create something new and exciting. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Photo retailers, energize your sales with ShareMe Chat, the proven texting platform. Using chat to text on your website keeps your customers connected and buying. See us at Pro and IPI to find out why dealers using ShareMe Chat close more sales without adding staff. 
Find out more at shareme.chat. Yeah, so the the type of elements you can swap out that you can dynamically replace within plainly are not just images, it's also text, it's mm -hmm. also video, it's also audio, mm -hmm. colors. You can even swap out scenes, whole mm -hmm. scenes of the video. Mm -hmm. Um and the for the template creation, the, the user just creates a, uh, an instance of the video, you know, mm -hmm. one instance of the video that's going to be automated. Mm -hmm. And then plainly, you can imagine plainly being like as, as a human that just goes and, and swaps out parts of the video, inserts mm -hmm. the data that you provided. Mm -hmm. And it's basically doing the thing that I did manually years <laughs> back, but it's, it's, it's like a robot that, that, that never sleeps. It, right. it doesn't reach. It, it it runs twenty four seven, and it creates these unique videos based on your data and the template you set up. So, just just so I understand it, with my understanding of the volume photography market, you could example, for example, a a portrait studio could set up a template based on a school with the school mm -hmm. colors, the school logo. And then within that, you can have variations on every student, every team, every you know, group, you know, so for example, you could use kind of the same large template for the school. And then within that, maybe there would be a, a video for an individual student or a club or a sporting team, for example. You can even go broader than that. Let's say you do graduations. Okay. <laughs> and you could just create a graduation video, a graduation template. Mm -hmm. And then use plainly to adapt that template and dynamically replace elements such as school logos, school colors. If, if that school has a song or something, you can dynamically swap out the school song. And then also on top of that, personalize that video to each student. Okay. So, so all you have to do is create one instance of that video that's generic. And then our tool is going to personalize that video to each student. Now, the selection of the content has to be done prior to that. You're not picking the pictures or you're not, you know what I'm saying? If you want to do a personalized video of a graduation, do you actually go through and pick out each individual student and, and personalize that? Is that possible? Or do that, does that have to be pre-selected using the data uh, fields? Yeah, so it would have it, it, the data that's going to go inside of the video has to be pre-selected. Okay. So you would have to have a, a structured set of data mm -hmm. that you you pre-selected right. that you added to this. We call it the data source, uh, a point from which Plane will pull out the data, and that data has to be structured. I mean, Plane doesn't right. have well, and volume photographers know how to do that. <laughs> of course, they do yeah, every yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not that big of a barrier to do you that. You can also, you can, so you, you don't even have to do that work yourself, but you can also do is you can, you can make the user do that work. I mean, you can prompt the user and you can be like, okay, here are all of the pictures we took of your kid, mm -hmm. select which images you want, and we'll insert those images into a video. Right. So the user can do that work. You don't have to do any of the work. Well, there are tools out there that are doing that now that are being of integrated course. into other people's systems where that selection process is happening, where it's matching up the customer data with, with the child's picture, even in the candid pictures for the yearbooks. And then it could be, you know, 
it, it's one step further to create a personalized video yearbook and i'm doing air quotes um, <laughs> with the same content but you're creating an entirely new product which i think is exciting so what's the deliverable what do the schools give to the parents or the students you know because it's something they can download do they have to stream it what, what is it generated on the fly every time or is there a finished product what what is created so Plainly generate these, generates these videos on the fly and the end user gets a, an MP4 file, basically okay. a video that they can upload to, your, to their social media. They can send this video via, you know, SMS to their parents, to their grandparents. And, and you know, there is, a, there is a lot of things that you can do with these videos, but mainly from our experience, people are just sharing these on social media yeah, because yeah, yeah. They're, they're super engaging. Mm -hmm. They're very versatile. Mm -hmm. And the, 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 the market today is very used to short form video. Yeah. You know? So yeah. we, you will be giving them something that's, that's perfect for today's world. Let's talk about the monetization side. Uh, you know, the market has grown to accept the fact that you can pay for bits. Whereas I think when many of these services were tried out back in the day, you know, going back to the, you know, late 2000, you know, eight or nine or that period when people were starting to play with this sort of technology, the idea was that it was a value add. Right. It's it's something I can throw on because it's digital, but because I don't expect people to buy it. But I think that attitude's changing. Are you seeing that from your customers in the school market as well? That they're saying, yeah, this is something I can I can charge for. Um, it kind of depends on the type of the video. So if you're doing something that's 30 seconds, a 30 second slideshow, I think the market is still not ready to pay for that. Mm -hmm. But if it's a two-minute video that incorporates all of the images, if it's like a if it's like a nice presentation of all the images you you've taken, then it kind of makes sense to pay because it, I mean it's a two-minute video. But still, in our in our experience, what we are seeing is that studios are using this either like a financial incentive to mm -hmm. buy a higher price package or like an add-on. But I think here the thing here is that these videos, because they're automated, because they involve zero manual work, they're super cost effective. Right. Which means that you can kind of use them as marketing costs. Yeah. And it's not gonna break the budget because they're automated. Mm -hmm. And that's why there is a lot of room for calculations and 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 different types of different ways to offer this video, not just sell them outright as a digital product. So let's talk a little bit about the cost. Is the, for, 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 for the lab user side, uh, <laughs> I want to do this, what am I looking at? I mean, in, in a ballpark, I know everyone's different. It's going to, you know, but it's just in general, obviously it's not free. So there is a marketing cost involved. There is a yeah. cost. Yeah. So you're really talking about attaching yourself to either a lab's marketing budget or their production budget as a product. Yeah, that's right. And and the good thing is about these videos is they they're costing you around one dollar per video. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this is it's a, it's a monthly subscription. We have a few different pricing packages, pricing tiers, but uh, a rule of thumb is around uh, one dollar per video, or you know somewhere in that range. 
And is there a cost to integrate with your platform or do they just pick up the API stuff and you, they customize it and go to town? Yeah, everything is included in that, in that price. I mean, the cost structure, of course, there are integration costs. If, yeah. if the customer decides that they want, they need our help. Mm-hmm. So our platform can be as self-serve or as managed as possible. Like right. if, if, you, yeah. if you decide you can do everything on your own, you're just going to pay for the cost of video. Right. But if you need our help with integration or with the templates, of course, there, of course, there are going to be added costs. But generally, after that setup and after the integration, you're not paying for the API. You're not paying for any additional features. You're right. just going to be paying for the cost of the video. Okay. Well, that makes sense. And that's reasonable. I guess, you know, we, again, one of the things that I think it's important is, you know, a, a, a lab or a studio who's looking at doing this has to understand what their marketing objective is, right? Of course, yeah. So whether it's a marketing cost or it's an actual product cost, because that's going to determine, you know, not only what budget it comes out of, but how they promote it and how they use it use to sell it. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is very cool. So you went to uh, a major trade show earlier in the year, SPAC, mm-hmm. as sort of your introduction to the marketplace. What was your first impression of the school photography people? Like, who? Uh, what was the reception that you got? Oh, my God, Gary, it was awesome. Honestly, the people we met and just the the the, the conversations we had were awesome. Everybody was super nice, super receptive of us. And we had a lot of interest during the the show a lot of people because we were one of the sponsors there we had a booth and there was a lot of interests and a lot of people came by our booth because we are something new and exciting that's in the market and something that a lot of people have thought of a lot of people think about video a lot of people are trying to find a way to create videos in a cost-effective and scalable way and when they saw our banner, which says automate video production, everybody was everybody was super excited. Mm-hmm. So overall, spec was awesome. We we can't wait to to come again next year. And of course, we are for sure going to be attending more conferences in the photo industry um, this year. So if somebody wanted more information about Plainly or learning to partner with the company, what how do you suggest they get in uh, touch with you? Where, where where do you want them to go? Yeah, so there is two ways. You can either go to plainlyvideos.com, which is our website. You can find more information there. You can book a call with me, or if you wish, um, you can message me directly to my email, which I think we're going to put in the show notes, but my email is neb at plainlyvideos.com, which is short short version of my name at plainlyvideos, which is our website. Awesome. Well, great, Neb. It's great to meet you. I'm very excited to uh, see where you go. Welcome to the to the school of photography industry and best wishes for future success. Thank you, Gary. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on. This was a super interesting conversation. And yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. Read more great stories and sign up for the newsletter at www.thedeadpixelssociety.com.